0: Hello again and welcome back to Daily Devotions with North Clay Baptist Church. My name is Pastor Drew and we're continuing in our one year Bible reading plan today by reading Exodus chapters 24, 25, and 26. Now in this section of our reading, uh, we read that God is confirming the covenant that he made with Israel, and we also begin to see some of the requirements for the tabernacle, which will ultimately be God's dwelling place with the people of Israel. And often you know when we read sections of the old testament especially that deal with the requirements for the tabernacle or that deal with certain uh, civil or case laws even some of the ceremonial laws it's often easy to get uh, sort of bogged down in what appears to be the mundane aspects of the old testament but we have to keep in mind what the big picture is and we also have to keep in mind our big picture question as we're reading through the book of exodus and that's how do these things point me to the person in the work of Jesus Christ. We know that the entirety of Scripture is following the story of this seed of the woman that will eventually crush the head of the serpent, and we know that that seed ultimately is Jesus Christ. And so as we read through what appears to be some mundane portions of the Old Testament We must always keep in mind that these things are setting the stage for that ultimate serpent-crushing seed. And that's why we must never, as some popular preachers want to advocate, we must never unhitch ourselves from the Old Testament because the New Testament is building upon the stage set by the Old Testament narrative. And so in light of that, I did want to cover a small section of our reading today. We're going to be looking at chapter 24, verses 3 through 8, and specifically we're going to focus in... On verse 8 but I wanted to read this entire section for us. And so we read starting in verse 3, Moses came and told the people all the words of the Lord and all the rules. And all the people answered with one voice and said, all the words that the Lord has spoken we will do. And Moses wrote down all the words of the Lord. He rose early in the morning and built an altar at the foot of the mountain and 12 pillars according to the 12 tribes of Israel. And he sent young men of the people of Israel who offered burnt offerings and sacrificed peace offerings of oxen to the Lord. And Moses took half of the blood and put it in basins, and half of the blood he threw against the altar. Then he took the book of the covenant and read it in the hearing of the people. And they said, all that the Lord has spoken, we will do, and we will be obedient. And Moses took the blood and threw it on the people and said, Behold the blood of the covenant that the Lord has made with you in accordance with these words. And so there's a lot of fascinating things we could, we could pull from this section of reading. Uh, one important uh, thing to note is that when we read the Lord in this section of Scripture, we'll notice that it's LORD written in all caps. And whenever you see in the Old Testament the word LORD written in all caps, it's actually a translation of what is known as the Tetragrammaton. And the word Tetragrammaton simply means four letters. And it's actually a translation of the Hebrew letters YHWH, which we uh, sort of transliterate in our uh, English tongue as Yahweh. And when we read LORD in all caps, what it actually is, is it's a translation of the covenant name of God that He gave to Moses at the burning bush. And so it's not simply the words of some sort of abstract higher power. Uh, No, they recognized that it was the words of Yahweh, the covenant God, who revealed His name to Moses. And they recognized that it was His word that was being proclaimed to Him, and it was His word that they were agreeing to enter into covenant with and to be obedient to." And there at the end of verse 7, we read that they said, "...all that the Lord has spoken we will do, and we will be obedient." And we know that they were not obedient. And if we're honest with ourselves, we recognize that we too are not obedient. And were we in the place of Israel, we too would not have been obedient. But that's the beauty of the gospel, is that it doesn't depend on our obedience, but on the obedience of the person and work of Jesus Christ. And in verse 8, which is what I wanted to highlight for us today, we read that Moses took the blood and threw it on the people and said, Behold the blood of the covenant that the Lord, the Lord Yahweh, has made with you in accordance with all these words. And so as Israel is entering into this covenant with Yahweh, with the Lord, they are sprinkled with the blood of the the, uh, sacrificial offerings which is an interesting sort of foreshadowing of the blood of the new covenant that was shed by Jesus Christ. And in the same way that Israel enters into covenant with Yahweh by being covered in the blood of the sacrifice, in the new covenant we too enter into covenant with Yahweh by the blood covering of the ultimate sacrifice, which is Jesus Christ. And so in order for the people of Israel to enter into covenant with Yahweh, They had to be covered in blood a sacrifice had to be made to atone for their sins and we'll read later on that there was an ongoing sacrifice that had to be made and an ongoing atonement that was taking place because the blood of bulls and goats was insufficient to take away the sins of the people but we know that it wasn't simply that their sins needed to be atoned for and it was the blood of these animals that provided that atonement but these sacrifices were pointing to a greater atonement a greater blood sacrifice, a greater covenant that was coming. And that was the new covenant of Jesus shed blood. And so in the same way that the people of Israel were covered in blood, and it was the blood that allowed them to enter into covenant with Yahweh, it is the blood of Jesus that covers us and allows us to enter into covenant with Almighty God.